Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Heads Talk with me, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals. What are the current topics they talk? We listen. My guest today is behind the eagerly awaited and forthcoming London EV show. He currently wears a number of hats to include an entrepreneur, investor, and the CEO of a media company. Very comfortable with stakeholder engagement, he has worked successfully with governmental bodies, SMEs, and multinational organizations. Incidentally, Heads Talk has collaborated with the London EV show for the automotive series. Please do check the episode description for further details. Shariq Abdulhai is the founder and CEO of Event Tackle and the global business information group Valiant Business Media. With over 15 years experience working internationally across various continents, Shariq has developed expertise in conducting cross-cultural business as well as interacting on all levels. We're going to find out about the inspiration for the forthcoming event and a bit about Shariq's plans for his organization's future. He currently has a particular interest in e-mobility technology, startups, trading, and investing. Let's have a conversation now. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Shariq to Head's Talk. Many thanks for being with us today. Thank you very much, Elaine, for having me. Pleasure. Thank you for being on the show. It's great to have you on Head's Talk. Um, just shortly before the, the start of the EV event, which will be on the 14th to the 16th of December at the London Business Design Centre. More details can be found in this episode description, so please check it out there. Um, this episode is pretty much dedicated to this event and some spontaneous questions will be asked about proceedings. So, so, so Shriek, please um, tell my listeners about th this forthcoming event. We will talk about how my listeners can get involved later in the episode, but for now, what will happen at this two-day event? Um, it's uh, Elaine, so it's going to be a three day uh, event starting, as you said, from the 14th to 16th December uh, at the London uh, Design uh, Business Design Center in mm -hmm. central London. The, um, the whole idea, I think you rightly mentioned, in terms of the, uh, the idea for us was uh, given the, the pandemic uh, situation we've had for the last couple of years, mm -hmm. but at the same time looking at the, the developments uh, happening globally in, in the EV sector. The sure. uh, basic idea really was how can we connect the industry? Uh, because there seemed to be a, a lot of discussion and which we expect to, uh, to, to, to be an ongoing thing uh, for, for the industry. Uh, almost all the governments globally uh, are looking to transition to, to the EV uh, in the, mostly the, the, the EV uh, the transportation, uh, purely from the point of view of, uh, again, you know, re reducing the, uh, the, the emissions. Uh, and uh, with so much happening from the, the government side, we recently concluded the COP26 here in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, you know, a number of pledges were, uh, were taken in terms of how uh, each one of us can see how we, we play our part. Uh, so the whole idea came uh, from uh, really the, the, the amount of discussion that was going on uh, for the industry. Uh, so our idea was, 
in the current situation, thankfully now the restrictions are gone from the UK in terms of travel, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, so it will be an excellent opportunity around this this time uh, to get everyone together. And we've had we've had huge amount of interest in terms of um, people uh, willing to come together for the show and uh, take that discussion forward. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, will it be an annual event? Is it an annual event? Very much so. So uh, this is an inaugural uh, event in, in December next month. Mm -hmm. And we're already uh, finalizing plans. Hopefully by next week itself, uh, mm -hmm. we have plans for uh, all. Um, we'll make an announcement for next year, uh, but it will definitely be an annual gathering. That's great. That's great. And even expanding from there, any plans to have this event in other cities, countries around Europe, uh, the globe even? Definitely, I think it's important to kind of, uh, you know, because within the events industry, as you would expect, uh, there are a large number of events taking place mm. in all different industries across the world, and rightly so, because these events, uh, they provide a really good platform for people to come together, network uh, for, for companies uh, to demonstrate their uh, product mm. services. Uh, for the EV show specifically, the, our idea is uh, we want to make the London EV show as kind of a flagship event. Yes, uh, so yes. for this particular event, again, purely, you know, using London as a, a, a one of the key global destinations uh, to, to gather everyone together once a year. Uh, but there, we're already in talks with various stakeholders to see if uh, we can uh, take uh, the, the same model uh, to, to mm. other, other parts of the world and more notably, for example, uh, to, to, to Asia, Middle East, and North America. But at the moment, I think our focus is really for, for, for the next month, and we want to make sure uh, that, uh, you know, the, the event provides good value to, uh, to people attending. Um, mm -hmm. but I think there are definitely, there's always, uh, there is a huge interest in terms of uh, people already asking if, uh, you know, we, we can have similar sort of event in other parts of the world. Uh, that, that is good to hear. I mean, you just mentioned stakeholders. So let's look at some of the, the, the stakeholders um, of the event, the one that's going to happen in the, in the next month. Um, how is it being received by them, the various stakeholders? And, and who are some of the well-known individuals that will be at the event um, and contributing to the event itself? Definitely. I mean, we're very pleased to have a, a broad range of uh, various uh, uh, industry uh, stakeholders coming together. Uh, our focus, again, uh, going back to the, the basic idea uh, to, to, to kind of um, uh, provide a platform for the whole ecosystem. So when we yes. talk about, I mean, when you when you think of a, a car show, uh, you know, you have Zurich Motor Show, etc. So the first thing comes to mind is obviously a huge number of cars out there for people, mm -hmm. consumers to check out. Um, the the, the the focus for this year has been slightly different. So we focused a lot on the business to business side of things. Uh, although we are very much planning for next year to have the consumer uh, focused uh, mm -hmm. sessions or uh, specific times for consumers to come over. Uh, this year, uh, the show is in London. We're very pleased to have Transport for London, for example, yes. uh, part of the show. Uh, you know, again, they are. Uh, London being one of the major cities, uh, you know, the, the transition to EVs is on top of their agenda. Mm -hmm. uh, so they will also be uh, uh, available in, in the exhibition area for 
for various uh, people to come and you know have discussions with them alongside. Uh, then from the OEMs, from the automotive sector, I'm very pleased to say we have Tesla uh, confirmed uh, to be there. And so again, they will be uh, in in the exhibition area. Where, you know, they're the world leaders in. Uh, in, in the EV segment. Um, we have keynote speeches, et cetera, from various key players, for example, from BMW. Uh, they will be talking about their plans uh, in terms of uh, the uh, electric vehicles and, uh, and general sustainability. Uh, we're also working with a number of associations. Uh, there uh, we're expecting good representation from various governments as well. Not only, again, although the show is called the London EV show, as I said, it's the whole idea for us is to, uh, to, to, to make it a global show, so a, a global platform. So uh, we have a number of people registered from outside of the UK as well. Uh, so a lot of European uh, representation on the show. So uh, there is a heavy uh, kind of focus on uh, the charging infrastructure, mm -hmm. battery related uh, things, uh, because, you know, this is a key uh, to the overall development of the sector. So again, both in the conference and in the exhibition area, one can find uh, a number of companies who are working uh, in, in, in areas of uh, battery development or uh, the, the, the latest kind of uh, happenings in charging infrastructure um, and uh, technology as such as well. You know, there are tech startups uh, who are working within the industry. So it's again, uh, it's uh, one can for sure find, uh, you know, few cars of interest on the show, but at the same time, it's really, I think it's a, it's a great show for someone uh, who wants to understand uh, what's going on globally in, in the EV sector. And what, uh, if, especially if someone wants to get involved, uh, we've had a lot of people asking, you know, if, because everyone kind of knows that for next, 10, 15, 20 years and beyond. You know, it's a very fast growing industry. Uh, so not only those people who are already in the automotive sector, they obviously need to uh, see how the transition is happening. If they, obviously they need to make some adjustments to their business models, plans. Uh, but even for someone who is generally interested in, uh, in, in the sector and wants to see how one can get involved. Therefore, again, in terms of the attendance uh, of, of people, you, you, we can find even general kind of service providers like recruitment type of companies. Mm -hmm. So if someone was was heavily focused on automotive uh, recruitment, they now know because the, the transition is happening. So they need to obviously make those mm -hmm. adjustments and to see how they tap into, you know, they, as a typical example, if one was uh, recruiting engineers for automotive sector now, you know, they might need to look also for people with specific qualifications, et cetera. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, absolutely. Exactly. So again, I think, generally speaking as well, it's not one of those typical kind of uh, industry shows. I think, you know, you may have anyone turn up. Uh, I was uh, looking at some of the, the interests that we have recently had, you know, people asking, can I bring my family to the show? As I said, again, for this year, due to the uh, focus being on the B2B side, uh, one can still find few new electric models, et cetera. Uh, but I think for uh, for next year, we're definitely going to, to add that consumer uh, element to it and highlight it a bit more. Okay, okay, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, with all events, there's a team of people working behind the scenes. 
um, of the organization. So, you know, let, let's, let's just quickly talk about your, your team that's behind the organization of this event. What roles are being played? And perhaps a shout out to some of the key team members with their tireless work in the, in the background. Again, um, Alain, as uh, you know, for I've been in the industry for about 15 years and anyone who works in our industry, you know, will, uh, I, I think they know it very well putting together any sort of event, especially um, where the idea is uh, bringing people together from different parts of the world in different capacities in terms of, you know, you have speakers traveling in, you have visitors, but you have then exhibitors exhibiting at the show. Uh, you, you, need, you need a diverse uh, group of people uh, to be able, uh, you know, who, 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 who make this happen. So um, especially, when you work in different time zones, etc. So, in terms of the teams, uh, we have um, for this show, we have a marketing team, mm. uh, we have operations team, uh, you know, who are usually on ground. Mm -hmm. Then uh, production is very important, you know, you because uh, you want to make sure you get the content right for any any such event, and to make so we have teams who are dedicated to uh, the uh, the production side of things. Research is is a, is a, it's an element um, to you know try to, to reach out to so many different people over uh, over a period of uh, say many months. Uh, it again needs a lot of dedication and uh, so uh, shout out. I think I the uh, I really I, I think I want to say very well done to all all the teams who are working on it. Media partnerships are very important. They, I think um, uh, this event uh, was. Uh, today's call again, you know, how we kind of arrange uh, things like this. Uh, so you have people behind it who would identify you as, uh, for example, as one of the, the key people uh, promoting uh, industries such as ours. So um, we, in terms of numbers, uh, we, uh, we have a very strong team of about, you know, at least about 20 people at the moment uh, working, uh, who, who are focused on this particular event. And they've been working on this event for last uh, many months. Uh, so it's uh, it really is a is a team effort, and uh, I think it takes it takes a lot of continuous effort to put something like this together. Yes, yes, I can imagine. I have seen I've seen the the tireless work that your team's doing. So bravo to you and your team for doing that. Just before I, I move on, perhaps to the next question, what will be different in um, next year's event? When you say it's more focused on a B2C market as opposed to a B2B, what would be the additional thing that would be added? For next year, uh, we um, will keep it as, uh, so the B2B focus will be there and, and we yes. definitely want to expand on further. When I say expand on it uh, for next year, you know, we, uh, we I think uh, because we will have a bit more leverage with, with the space available for next year. But just to give you an idea, it's a bit exciting for us. We're already uh, negotiating about uh, three to four times the the space that we have for this year. But again, purely based on uh, on the conversations we have had with the industry over the last many months and the interest mm -hmm. that we think um, uh, you know we are able to work with for next year. Mm -hmm. So for next year, uh, as a typical example, usually when you have a consumer element to these shows, uh, you probably want, for example, one of the weekend days. Uh, be included yeah, in, yeah. in the event. You know, if you want families, if you want kids to come uh, out of school uh, to to come and visit, uh, I think it's always preferable you uh, you have some um, you have a weekend day in in your schedule. So for next year, 
um, we are thinking of two different options at the moment. One, uh, maybe we start the show off on a Sunday. Uh, so you have, uh, you know, it gives opportunity to, uh, to, uh, to, to consumers who maybe on their day off want to come and have a look at different cars available, especially here in the UK and in many other countries. You know, I, I think there are polls coming out where you can easily see a lot of people are already thinking of uh, their next car to be an electric vehicle. Mm -hmm. Them to, to come over and have that choice of uh, looking into, into different options. I think it's a good idea. Now, one of the things uh, which uh, we are definitely working on for next year, and again, this is all based on the feedback that we've taken on from this year, what people would like to see mm -hmm. next year. We are looking to have a test drive facility as well around the venue. So again, you'll have cars on display, then you know various OEMs or car manufacturers, they would want to have a facility where one can book a test drive. Uh, you know, have a bit of more like a family day uh, for the, the consumer side. In, in terms of the B2B, again, we would definitely want to build on uh, the, the success that we have had so far uh, and the interest and the, the, the companies who are attending this year. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, we want to have it as a, a three-day event for sure, uh, uh, but I think uh, there will be an element which will focus a bit on the consumer side, where and we will retain the the B two B element of it as well. Okay, that's good. Thank you for that. Um, let's talk about events in general um, post the pandemic. Um, actually, we're, we're still in the middle of it, but in organizing this event, you must have considered. The, the situation we are currently in. So how have you catered for those um, that will be on site and for those that will be watching remotely? Presumably the hybrid model is in place um, for the greater reach for the show. So, so how have you catered for the two separate entities? Uh, it's a very good question. Again, uh, we, you know, given the, the uncertainties we've had in the last couple of years, uh, but again, thankfully, uh, I think uh, things are getting much better mm -hmm. at the moment uh, in the UK, for example, uh, there are no travel restrictions in place. Obviously, we are going to follow the, the COVID uh, safety protocols. For example, uh, everyone who attends uh, should have uh, uh, a, a negative report if you know they are not fully yeah. vaccinated, uh, which is a general practice at the moment in terms of uh, the guidelines that one has to follow in organizing such events. Um, from uh, the, the reason we kept it as a, we call it a, a hybrid model. So hybrid is basically in events industry, when an event is a hybrid event, uh, it means um, it has both possibilities. So for all those people who can come and join us uh, in person, uh, they will be on site. Uh, but simultaneously, the event uh, uh, will be broadcast on um, on on a dedicated platform uh, mm -hmm. where one can virtually log in uh, from any part of the world. Now, uh, again, we wanted to ensure that um, uh, there is an element of uh, B2B networking on there, and at the same time, uh, some of the the keynote speeches, etc., that we uh, will be working on at the show. Uh, these will also be broadcast live on, on that platform. Uh, so anyone who has a ticket to the show uh, will have uh, access to whoever has a full access pass. They, they will have access to both elements. But we've seen 
people from uh, outside of the European Union, for example, especially in the, in the initial months, uh, a lot of people did purchase the, the virtual pass only, uh, purely because at that point of time, mm -hmm. I think the uncertainty was a bit more. But uh, as of now, uh, in terms of numbers, etc., we're literally almost fully booked already for the, the conference uh, of this show. And for the visitors, uh, obviously, we're, you know, the, the, the way we want to plan it also is uh, keeping in mind if uh, we need to take care of any, although there are no social distancing rules in place at the moment, but still, um, I think if you go to any of the events, you know, people are mindful of uh, maintaining that necessary distance, etc. Uh, so there, uh, the provision is is made for everyone. If if one cannot join in person, uh, you can just simply log in on the day. Uh, again, but I must say that um, you know there's a big difference between face to face events and uh, when we do things virtually. Uh, obviously, uh, I think especially from the exhibition point of view. Uh, it's a much better opportunity if one is able to make it in person, uh, but just to kind of keep uh, the situation in mind, if in case, uh, you know, for people who, um, who, who have planned to attend but cannot make it for any reason, I think the model works fine because, you know, at least uh, instead of kind of missing the whole thing, uh, if one is not able to come in person, you still have an opportunity to connect with key stakeholders, you know, listening to some of the the speeches, etc., online. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. You mentioned the uh, COP twenty six earlier in the conversation. So presumably, like me, you've been following proceedings, um, especially the last two days on transportation. Uh, what are your plans for working with global businesses, governments, and other key stakeholders in accelerating the transition to electric mobility? I think, uh, you know, this is a bit of motivation for us as well, Elaine. We, uh, again, as I said, you know, we've been organizing different types of events, even in industries such as oil and gas, uh, pharmaceuticals, mining, agriculture, um, because again, there is so much interest out there. And I think everyone seems to be really serious about uh, looking at alternatives in terms of uh, uh, when it comes to making an impact on on the environment. So I think um, even for this show, as I said, you know, being in London, having transport for London as um, as one of the, the key mm -hmm. kind of partners on there. We also had interest from uh, different other uh, European governments, mm. uh, generally from the, the, the departments of uh, transport or ministries responsible for transport or environment. Uh, we absolutely want to build on this. Um, I think uh, personally, from my point of view, um, you know, from, from an events industry point of view, I think we really want to, one thing which really helped us uh, over the last few years, we, you know, we were out and about, we, we organized events. I think we've organized events in, on all different continents, uh, if you just leave Antarctica out. <laughs> so apart <laughs> we've been to um, Africa, uh, Asia, um, South America, uh, we've done work in, in, in different parts of the world. So I think what we want to do now is uh, hopefully use all that experience, um, the contacts we have made globally mm -hmm. and uh, use this, uh, particularly the London EV show. I, the plans are really to kind of make it a, a, a must go event for uh, not only for the industry, but for governments, uh, even NGOs, you know, for everyone to, 
to come over. It's an open platform, you know, generally speaking, uh, if uh, anyone, you know, people have ideas uh, which are not uh, kind of traditional, you know, you have ideas at times, at times they're a bit controversial as well. But I think from my personal point of view, I'm kind of happy to see, I think it's important for everyone to come together. And I think uh, the, the idea for us, uh, we're already planning things uh, for next year. Uh, but you mentioned, for example, COP26, it was again, a lot of the stakeholders that were in touch with uh, for this event from mm -hmm. the transportation uh, side of things. Uh, they were mostly, you know, many of them were up in, in Scotland for yeah. 26. And I think a lot of them, um, they, you know, many of them who will be part of the EV show. Again, we want to see, maybe they will share some of their experience at COP26 mm. and also the discussions that they have had with, with many other stakeholders. One thing is for sure, it's, I think uh, we made the right choice. You know, it's, it's a really, really, a good industry for us to be involved yeah. with. And I think we can really, you know, do a decent job with uh, with the London EV show and hopefully with some of the other events that we plan in coming years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the place to be. And I, and I do like the idea that you're going to cater for all the, the, the ecosystem. Um, so that's fantastic in that sense. Um, what will success look like um, to you at the end of the three-day event? Um, I think at the end of the event, then from our point of view, um, the if I look at, um, you know, how we look at these events, so anyone who is who is going to be part of this event is, uh, we look at it as an investment on their behalf. So, the, you know, most of the people are not just paying money to come to, to such events, but it's it's their time out of, out of their business or office as well. And mm -hmm. usually if it's a three-day event, uh, you know, it's, for someone uh, traveling yes. from other countries, it's it's like you're spending a week out. Uh, so we want to we want to focus on uh, the return on investment for uh, for our attendees, whether it's speakers, whether it's visitors, whether it's exhibitors, our sponsors. Um, we would very much want them to uh, you know have that return. So, for example, if there's an exhibitor there, uh, their main focus really is they want to. Uh, they want to promote their products and services. And at the same time, uh, they, you know, they want to generate new leads for business. They want to make new contacts. So our focus is really that for, for the exhibition side of things. Similarly, um, if we have, um, we have speakers, you know, who are putting in the effort to, uh, to, to put together the content, um, and really educate other attendees about the show. So we want them to, to have good experience. You know, we want them to be able to network. We want them to be able to have that platform where they can promote their ideas, have their, you know, have the discussion around uh, what, they, uh, what they are working on. Similarly, uh, for general visitors, again, you know, we want to make sure that they, uh, they get the return on their investment. So from, from, from our point of view, the focus really is at the end of the three-day event, uh, we want to be able to uh, see from 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 all the attendees that you know it, it was worth attending. Mm -hmm. And I think when people come to these events, uh, everyone doesn't have the similar objective. You know, sometimes people uh, on the, the priority is net to network. For some people, the priority really is 
uh, again, as I said, they want to see generally what's going, going on in the industry. They come there to educate themselves about the industry. Uh, sponsors, for example, you know, it's important for them. They want to, uh, to promote their brand or uh, they, they want to position themselves as, as, as the leaders in their respective um, uh, industries or uh, in, in, in the industry that they operate in. So um, I, therefore, that's why it's very important for us to have that feedback at the end of the show. Okay. And I, I can never claim that, uh, you know, our shows are perfect or, you know, you, you, you can take all the boxes. I think as long as we uh, we have that feedback and we have the discussion post event, it is important to see then how can we improve on certain things for next year. Because the idea for us is really, you know, we want to take along all the, all the exhibitors, all the visitors, attendees that we have for this year. We want to build this show together with them. And yeah. therefore, if you have that long-term planning, you will not focus on just the one year or you will not focus on, uh, I think, the the more i think the more focus you have on the on the long term uh, vision for a particular event uh, the more you kind of are always uh, not concerned but i think the more you are always uh, we're happy at, at the moment i think you know in terms of how things are going and the, the feedback we're kind of already getting and it is good that we're already kind of building this as a community. So you can see on LinkedIn, you know, the number of attendees uh, or the followers for, for the show. I think we will aim to kind of keep it as an ongoing process rather than once the event is done and you know we see you next year. So I think for us, it's really important to kind of build this as a community going forward. Mm -hmm. And also, I mean, people can use the, the LinkedIn platform to share their their ideas or how they'd like to, to get involved or things they'd like to see the following year, that sort of thing. So we are all looking forward to this event and I know it will be a great success. Um, I hope it's a great success because it'll be a fantastic flagship for EV um, exhibition shows going forward. It will be great because of the caliber of the speakers that you've got, the work that's got into it, into the organization of it, and just the sheer hard work of the general team behind it. Shariq Abdul, hi. Many thanks for your time and insights. Thank you so much, Elaine. We look forward to having you all at the event and uh, thank you for your time. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders, and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk podcast with your host, Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.